Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we have another edition of Hotel Highlights here at Concierge Confidential, where we will be talking about the Venetian and the Palazzo Resort and Casino. So um, we'll be talking about both of these properties together just because the rooms themselves are very similar. Some of them are a little bit updated because Palazzo is a little bit newer, but we'll be sort of talking about some of my favorite restaurants, my favorite bars inside of this resort, and a um, couple different things that set this hotel apart from the other properties on the Las Vegas Strip. Um, it is also probably one of the most um, most unique hotels in terms that it appeals to everybody. It appeals to all ages, somewhat price ranges, taste, everything. So I'm really excited to get into the Venetian and the Palazzo, and hopefully you guys enjoy this hotel highlight of the Venetian and the Palazzo Resort and Casino. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating, servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so we are back. We're going to be highlighting the Venetian and the Palazzo. So let's go ahead and start with the hotel part of this review. So uh, the Venetian has uh, been here since 2006, I believe. Um, and it's actually uh, just and then it opened the Palazzo a couple years later, uh, which was actually built at the same time as the Encore, which has a really fun story that uh, Steve Wynn and Sheldon Adelson, who's now passed away, uh, they were sort of rivals, and they were kind of going back and forth with each other. They all, they both wanted to have the tallest hotel on the strip, and they kept kind of going back and forth. And what happened was uh, they topped off the Encore. So they topped off the Encore because they thought they were finished. And then Sheldon Adelson went ahead and said, build my hotel 10 floors taller than that, just so he can be the tallest hotel on the Las Vegas Strip. And that's exactly what happened. So if you ever wonder um, who and why they did that, that's because they did that just because they could, because that's what rich guys do. Um, if you want a similar story, uh, learn more about the uh, Chrysler Building and the Empire State Building and why one is taller than the other. And that's a very fun story as well. So anyways, talking about the Venetian. The Venetian itself is a suite. And whenever I say Venetian, I also mean the Palazzo as well. Uh, the Venetian itself is an all-suites hotel, meaning that all the hotel rooms are of a suite standard size. Um, and then that typically has a living space. It also has... Uh, a king bed. It'll also have a queen uh, double double bed, so like a queen, two queens, um, just depending on how you end up getting your suite. Uh, they have 
floor-to-ceiling windows for when you look out. Very, very beautiful. Um, it's very, very nice because actually the living room is sunk down. It's really, really great for parties. So if you're actually going to end up, you know, having multiple rooms and you're going to have a couple different, you know, groups in town, this is a really good hotel for that just because you can all sort of jam into the suite um, and, you know, have like pre-night drinks, maybe not all sleep in the same place. Uh, but that's what's really really, really good about the Venetian is their room setup. So how much are their rooms? That's always the grand question. So typically the suites run, depending on the weekend, usually between three and $500 per suite, just depending on what event is in town. Sometimes you'll find like a sort of stray $160 depending on the weekday. But most of the time, these suites are running between three and $500 for the standard suites. Uh, they do also have their elevated suites that those come with butlers and obviously concierge service. But concierge service is also available for the entire hotel itself. So Venetian to me is probably one of the best rest, uh, best hotels in Las Vegas because um, of the standard that they sort of stay at. So I think that they are actually great a great sort of like, uh, I don't want to call it a mid-tier, but if you're looking at luxury brands, I would say it's maybe a step below the win just in terms of, you know, they don't have as, they have many more rooms to service than the win does. So they can't have that sort of attention to detail that the win does. But I think it also is a step above, say, like MGM Grand or like New York, New York, or like even Caesars Palace at that at that rate. Um, I think it's probably one of the top five hotels on the Las Vegas Strip is the Palazzo. Um, I would also say that it's right on, right on tier with like the Aria. Same thing with like the uh, Four Seasons, which is over at the uh, Mandalay Bay. Uh, just the Nomad Hotel, I would say it's on that level, if not above that. So you're looking at very top tier service if you're going to be staying at the Venetian. Uh, the Venetian is also really good for everybody. So it's really great for adults, obviously, because it's, it's Vegas. But it's also great for children, just because if you're visiting with kids, the rooms are much larger. So you're able to sort of space out, put your kids' things everywhere. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the couches end up making into beds. So for like the suite areas, if you just have a king, they will fold into a bed as well. So that is actually a plus, I think, too. Uh, also, the Grand Canal Shops is a very large mall where it actually feels very nice to walk through, especially if you don't want to be walking outside. They have a lot of different places to eat, shop. They also have a show inside of the Grand uh, Canal Shops. And uh, just overall, just a really good space for really everybody. And it's also an absolutely stunning hotel. Uh, this hotel, did I say this opened in 2006? That's totally wrong. I really apologize about that. 1999. I remembered it just sort of like right now as it came to me. But it opened in 1999. I super duper apologize about that. But it really doesn't feel like that. It just feels like a much more modern hotel. But overall... It's beautiful on the inside. It has all these beautiful frescoes, which when you walk into the main lobby, you can just see all the gold and the Italian marble. And then you also look up and then you have all these beautiful like Italian frescoes sort of painting the top of the ceiling. And it's vaulted and it's just absolutely stunning. These big giant like marble looking columns uh, really just add to the grandeur of this place. Uh, I have to say the Venetian though, the Venetian side does feel a little bit more claustrophobic in the casino side of it, just because the ceilings are a little bit low inside of this particular part of the hotel. But once you get over to the Palazzo side, much more elevated, much more vaulted, because the hotel was built, you know, quite a few years later. So uh, the Venetian itself, though, uh, is kind of hard to navigate, um, if especially if you're because it has sort of really crazy twists and turns. But 
it's a really great hotel. The even the valet is amazing. Like when you look up at the ceilings, and it just has these cool frescoes. Um, if you want a really good sort of look at what this was like in the heyday, um, I would say go check out Miss Congeniality 2, the film, um, to see what the inside of the hotel looks like. Um, it's supposed to be a Venetian theme, so um, uh, Venice, for those of you not traveled. So uh, anyways, the Venetian itself, many, many restaurants are packed inside of its uh, confines. They do have um, many different uh, celebrity chefs. Uh, they do have another restaurant, which is actually very, very, um, very, very like approachable. It's the same people who do the Cheesecake Factory, and that is da 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 da. da. I always do this. I always set you guys up, and then I always forget. Uh, the Grand Lux, which the Grand Lux is their cafe, which that's a great option for if you have children or you guys are just trying to find a place to hang out with your boys or the ladies. You know, when you're coming to Vegas and you need a place to sort of like a Let's go to breakfast. That's where we're going. It's not bad. It actually has a very large menu. It's good for everybody. It's good. So um, as we kind of move through, I'll just kind of list some of my favorite places to eat at this property. Uh, my favorite places to eat here, I would say, are obviously at the Palazzo. We have Wakuda, my favorite restaurant, probably on property, uh, which is really great, especially it's Japanese, for those of you wondering what kind of cuisine it is. So it's Japanese cuisine, very high end. It's really great for special occasions. If you're here for like a proposal, or if you want to just you know, sort of impress your significant other, or you want to have some sexy time after, this place really sets the tone. They have a really great lounge on the inside, a really great restaurant dining room, which is fantastic, and it just feels top tier, first class uh, inside of Okuda. So just make sure you check it out. Make sure you say hello to Kimmy, who is the hostess. She's absolutely fantastic, and you can see her at Wakuda. But as we sort of move through, um, another place that I really enjoyed was Delmonico. Uh, Delmonico is the steakhouse. Uh, they have multiple steakhouses on this property, but Delmonico is actually through Restaurant Row when you're actually going through the sort of shortcut from the Venetian to the Palazzo. Delmonico is really great for business meetings. It's also really great if you are a traditional steakhouse goer where they do have just standard steaks in the menu. It's not super, super overly priced. I think it's actually very high quality stuff i would really highly recommend uh delmonico they also have a really cool like caesar salad uh preparation for the table which is you know awesome they actually do it at the table they make the they make the caesar dressing from scratch and it just is absolutely a fantastic addition to your meal um and that's delmonico uh, a couple other places that I really, really enjoy. A lot of them end up being at the Palazzo, but one of them is Mott 32. Uh, Mott 32 is a Chinese restaurant. It's uh, out of New York, and they actually – it's called Mott 32 because of Mott Street, which is where the original one is located. They are known for their, uh, their uh, Peking duck, which is uh, prepared in – obviously every day and just note that if you end up getting the Peking duck you typically have to order it in advance so when you make your reservation for uh, Mot 32 if you know that you're going to want the duck make sure that you put that in the notes because they do run out of the duck but unless but if you actually put in that you are going to be ordering it uh, they will typically try to accommodate that as much as they can so usually a couple days in advance is good because um, one time I've actually eaten there multiple times uh, I've gone I think they're three or four times and one of the times I was going with my parents and my parents are very very bad planners um, well my dad is uh, my mom's a very good planner my dad likes to you know be a little bit more loosey-goosey with what he's doing on vacation um, which infuriates me so um, it's tough but he just I decided hey I want to take you guys here he said cool so I made the reservation day of we got in and I you know 
put in that we want the Peking duck, and they actually called me to confirm and then told me that they would not have the duck that day. So it was very, very sad. But every other time I was able to get the duck, the duck is great to split. It's really fantastic. It's good for two to four people. It's a really cool, like, showstopper, especially if you're there with a group or there with, like, you know, a significant other, and you're like, hey, we'll get the duck because they actually bring it out with the chef. They'll actually slice it and carve it at the table. They give you the pancakes, the XO sauce. They give you the, the sliced cucumber uh, and... It just is really fantastic. It's just sort of this like beautiful skin that also comes with sort of this juicy sort of breast, which is different than like chicken. It's a much more of like, it feels very much like a pork dish, but it's actually uh, poultry. So it's very, very interesting. Um, and it's not very, people tend to say that the, the, chick, the, the, the duck is very greasy, but when you actually, when you get a Peking duck, it doesn't have that greasiness feel to it, which is really nice. So... Uh, highly recommend Mod 32. They also have really great, um, like Hong Kong inspired drinks. It's supposed to feel like sort of like a very modern, like Hong Kong restaurant uh, with uh, very cool vibes. I always like to recommend the Boom Boom Room, which is really fun, especially on like dates and stuff, because it has sort of this like sexy feel to it, because it's like red. Um, so yeah, nothing's ever gone too bad when you get the uh, the Boom Boom Room um, over at Mot 32. Um, another place that I kind of want to just highlight is when you go back to the Venetian, uh, they have Chica, which Chica is a really cool Latin American restaurant. And later in the evenings, they actually have a DJ, which is really fun, especially for people who are over the age of like, you know, 30, 40, 50, maybe not 50, 50 might be a little bit much. Um, but Hey, if you want to party party, uh, but I would say it's really fun for people who in like their thirties or forties who want to listen to like, you know, good music or fun music to dance to, but aren't in a nightclub. It's more of like a, like a, like a lounge bar setting. Very, very like hip vibes, very like LA nightlife, but like not a nightclub. Uh, and I walked past it when I went to Juliet, which is a cocktail bar that's just opened. And it's actually really, really fun. And they actually have redone the menu at Chica. It's a little bit more approachable. They still have like some of their very, very popular uh, items. Uh, they now have a flaming uh, skull head that you can set on fire and eat, uh, which is really, really, you know, fun, obviously very performative, but that's Chica, which that's over at the Venetian as well. Um, a couple of restaurants that I'm not huge fans of. So a couple of restaurants I want to kind of highlight. This is sort of like, uh, it's gotta be your cup of tea kind of thing is, uh, is the raw bar. Uh, raw bar is over at, um, in restaurant row. And, I don't know. I've just never kind of been hot on it. I went one time. It's okay. I think it's, I think it's kind of expensive. But uh, sugarcane. It's called sugarcane. There we go. Uh, sugarcane. I'm not a fan of. I'll also go over another one. I'm not a fan of. Uh, Villa Azur. A uh, Villa Azur, which is going to be more of like a Mediterranean French, uh, sort of like a like a uh, supper club vibe for those of you that have heard this pod before uh, i talk about delilah's i talk about maple supper club uh those places are really cool because they were built to do what it's supposed to do uh villa asur which is very mediterranean it's tends to be a little bit dead on the inside when i went it felt like there was nobody in there uh and i know that what used to be in that space was just an empty place where people would sit and they didn't do anything different to it besides put up some walls, which you can see the walls were put up just for that. And not very, you know, not a lot of work was into it. But I don't know. The room just feels sort of empty. It felt like sort of like just 
didn't have any soul to that restaurant. And it's very, very expensive. It's very, very expensive for what they were presenting. And it's also food that is very, very unique. And it's really hard to market that, especially for folks like me who have trouble, you know, tr I like trying different things, but a, a lot of it is very unapproachable for me and, and, my, and for me per personally. So um, I know that people love going there. It's very popular for, you know, brunch. It's very popular for ladies. It's very popular for, you know, larger groups. Um, if you're vegetarian, I would say this is a great option just because they have lots of vegetarian and vegan uh, choices, but it was not my cup of tea. I was not a fan of Villa Azur. So again, just depends on who you are, but that was not my favorite. Um, that is just a few of them. There are so many restaurants at the Venetian, which is why I make this one of the better locations on the strip for food. Just because it's so diverse, there's so many restaurants to choose from that it's really hard to sort of nail them down. There's many, many Italian restaurants that you can choose from and you can't really get away from. But I think it's really great. Also, I forgot to mention this one. I had to mention it because I went there. was uh, Smith & Walensky. So I did a whole pod on Smith & Walensky. So if you are somebody who wants to learn more about it, go back in the podcast and you can find our Smith & Walensky pod on our last night in Vegas uh, last night in Vegas logo. And then that'll actually give a full rundown of what Smith the Walensky was like. Uh, so a couple unique items. So let's jump into sort of some of the unique parts of the Venetian. So a couple of things that are cool inside of this restaurant, or sorry, keep going to restaurant. Cool things about this hotel are that it has things for kids. So a couple of things that the kids can do, which is very unique to this particular property, is they do have an ice bar. So the ice bar typically is reserved for adults. The ice bar, for those of you unfamiliar, is a bar that is basically a giant block of ice. So it's a very large room. It actually has multiple rooms inside of it, but it is an ice bar. So everything is made out of ice. So the walls, the chairs, the bar, everything is ice on the inside. So you actually have to go in with uh, like an ice coat. Uh, and then you go inside, they have a bartender, you can hang out in there, have a drink, especially when it gets really, really hot outside. It's a really fantastic idea. But it's a really, really cool space. It's really, really fun for like 45 minutes, and then you're like freezing and you want to like leave. But the cool thing is, is that you can actually go in there with children, which is very unique to this location because it's one of the only ones where you can take kids in. Uh, it does have to be in the daytime, and it has to be before, I believe, 9 or 10 o'clock, just because at that point, it's more adult-themed anyways. So make sure to do that sort of during the uh, – middle of the day um full disclosure i believe they also have one over at the link promenade they also want the mandalay bay uh the one at the link promenade i believe also may allow kids as well so uh checked on that one because i kind of do these and i just kind of just roll but uh i'm kind of focusing on the venetian itself but that's one thing you can do uh they also have madame chusseau's wax museum which is located at the venetian just outside where the uh, Bell Tower is. Uh, that's where they'll find the Madame Chussaud's Wax Museum. Good for kids and adults because, you know, why not take pictures with, you know, fun people? Uh, there's a really fun picture of me and my mother uh, who took this picture, which is hilarious, when Jennifer Lopez was uh, back in her day. And there's actually a wax figure of her standing there. And then you, uh, if you grab her, her butt, her tush, um, her she starts to blush so uh my mom said do it and uh, i did it because mom said so so thanks mom uh but yeah they have the madame chusseau's wax museum uh they do also have a karaoke bar inside of the venetian it's a very very expensive karaoke bar uh you're looking like you know 
two, three hundred dollars for like an hour uh, or an hour and a half, which is a lot for those who've never done karaoke in this town before. So <clears throat> just be ready that that is more of an experienced karaoke bar. And I've heard it's very, very fun, um, especially that's located in the uh, Palazzo portion. And that's going to be more towards the, um, the top level of the Palazzo uh, mall area. Uh, so another thing that's really cool for kids, uh, another cool activity also for adults as well, of course, um, is the Flight Club. Flight Club is a really, really cool dart bar. So it's actually darts. They have the dart setups. They have a bunch of different um, sort of stations. They also have it's sort of decorated like a 1920 circus, which is really, really fun. It has a really nice view of the strip. It is a, it's a very, very large space. They have a really cool bar that kind of looks like an old carousel, which is really awesome. And their drinks are off the charts. Uh, I would highly recommend checking out Flight Club, but it's not very expensive. I think it's only like maybe 20, 25 bucks a person for like an hour and a half. Um, I think it even could be less than that. But really cool date spot. Would highly recommend it. Very, very chill. It feels upscale. It feels like you're doing something Vegasy. But, you know, it's super chill. You're throwing darts. They also have a full menu that you can order from. Think like what Top Golf is, but for darts. And it's kind of funny because whenever we describe Top Golf, we always describe it as it's like darts but with golf clubs. So I'm really glad they're interchangeable at this point. Um, last thing I'll recommend here is the gondolas. The gondolas themselves have become ubiquitous with the Venetian. Uh, the gondolas themselves, they usually run until uh, about 10 or 11 o'clock. Uh, and just know that you have to be on the dock or the last one boards or leaves uh, 15 minutes before closing time. So um, keep that in mind. Uh, and actually, if you go during the weekdays, those close at 11. And on the weekends, Friday and Saturday, those close at midnight. And that is on the indoor ones, the indoor ones. So uh, those typically start at $39 a person. So essentially $40 per person uh, if you want to do them. So if you do two people, that is 80 bucks. Uh, if you want to rent out the entire gondola, you just do 40 times, you guessed it, four. So you'd be looking at four times four. That is 16. So it's expensive. <laughs> so just keep that in mind when you are booking your gondola ride. Uh, I did it actually twice. So I've actually done it with my mom. I did it with, uh, I think, a girlfriend at one point. So yeah, it happens. Um, but it's fun. It's Yes, it is super cheesy. Yes, we get it. It's cheesy. But why not do something cheesy on vacation? If you're looking for things to do, you ran out of things to do, go on into a gondola ride. They sing to you. The singers are actually quite good. I actually went to school with a girl who was a gondolier, and she actually now sings for Disney on Ice. She's friends with Elsa. So, uh, yeah, these people actually have to audition. You don't just get to, like, throw them into it. So uh, they're really good. So it's really fun. Highly I mean, I'd recommend the gondolas if you want to do it. Uh, but yeah, there you go. So uh, we've really run through a couple different things here. So now uh, their pools, they, they do have a nightclub. They have a nightclub and a day club. Their nightclub is called Tao. So Tao was really cool. That's very, very, it's very hip hop leaning. So just know you're going to get a lot of hip hop inside of this club. 
EDM, of course. But uh, if you are going to be going to Tau or Tau Beach, which Tau Beach is their daytime uh, pool party, uh, make sure to check out Elliot Aylman. Check him out on Instagram, Elliot Aylman. And uh, he is the host for Tau Beach, as well as other Hakkasan groups as well. So make sure you give him a shout. He's an absolutely fantastic host. And I think he does a really fantastic job of you know really connecting with people and making sure they have a really fantastic time. So that is Elliot Aylman on Instagram. So check him out. But uh, I have not been to Tau Beach yet, just because Tau Beach itself is actually new. I haven't gone to a lot of the new day clubs. Well, there's only been one really new day club, or two new day clubs. There's that one and the one at the Resorts World that I haven't been to yet, because I don't have time to go to day clubs, because day clubs are in the daytime, and I have an actual day job. So I uh, can't make it out as frequently. But um, I have seen it on Instagram. I've been told by Elliot that Tau is cool. Uh, it's actually one of the most popular ones uh, in town. They play a lot of hip-hop, again, a lot of EDM. It's very much a mix. They don't really have, like, a focus at Tau Beach. Uh, and they obviously they have a bunch of day beds and all that other good stuff. So uh, they also have a really nice regular pool for anybody going for their regular pool stuff. It is one of the better pools in town. So now let's get to the entertainment. So what do they have for entertainment at the Venetian? Uh, at the Venetian, they do have uh, a permanent show. It's a Spiegel World show that is Atomic Saloon. Atomic Saloon is one of the three Spiegel World shows in Las Vegas. The other one is obviously Absinthe. And then the one over at the, the Cosmopolitan. Uh, that one is called, off the top of my head, I can't think of it. It'll come back to me at some point. But they do have the uh, Venetian as well. That is where the... Super Freako is. So yeah, all in the same place. But anyways, we're talking about Atomic Saloon. So Atomic Saloon is located at the Palazzo. It is on the second floor right next to the beautiful waterfall, which you should definitely make that a stop and a really good photo op for anybody coming to this property. Uh, once you go up there, the tickets themselves sort of looks like an old, like sort of va uh, sort of old, like uh, tombstone looking as you would say, theater. Uh, so there's actually seats on the stage, there's seats away from the stage, it's underneath the canopy, they have seats above in the canopy. And I keep saying canopy, but it's more like a, um, sort of like a loge, kind of, you know, Italian. But uh, you get a good view anywhere you're gonna sit, it's very, very small. Um, it's, a, they've sort of toned back the grossness of the show because of COVID, because it used to sort of swap uh, like spaghetti with each other, which that was not cool. Um, but they do a bunch of other cool stuff. It's very, very unique, very out there. Somewhat nudity, not as much as Absinthe though. So it's actually probably a little bit more tame than what Absinthe sort of throws at you. So again, you're ready for it. Uh, those tickets typically run between like the cheapest tickets are usually about $75, $79. And you know, not including tax. And they can go up all the way to like 250 if you get like a VIP package kind of deal. So again, it ranges. So that is that show. Um, they also have other shows that actually come out throughout uh, throughout the time while they're there. It's usually traveling. They used to have they used to have ZZ Top, no more ZZ Top, obviously. Um, they do have a couple different other traveling shows. They have two theaters. Um, just check whatever listings when you come because that's when they have their big performers. But again, not a lot of like huge uh, headliners there in terms of singers. So 
Sorry about that. But uh, that is the hotel as it stands. Um, if you do go here, just make sure that if you're going to gamble, gambling typically is going to be more expensive at this property. Most of the time, they are operating at $25 or more. That's a minimum per table. Uh, although, if you go earlier in the day, you can usually find $15 minimums as well, uh, which that's typically a little bit more approachable for most people. Uh, I was going to finish it up, but I almost forgot to mention the bars. This is probably the property with the best bartenders. So um, I would mark this at the very top of your list if you're somebody who really enjoys cocktail lounges. They have so many good ones. Like I said, Wakuda, which is actually part of a restaurant, but Wakuda's cocktail lounge is awesome. Um, you can also check out the uh, you can check out the Rosina. Yep, Rosina Lounge, uh, which that one's really, really nice. That one's located at the Palazzo as well. Uh, probably one of the better ones for adults, which is really great if you want to go dancing in the evening and you really, really enjoy hip-hop. Uh, the Electra Bar, the Electra Lounge is really, really fun. It's uh, Ultra Lounge, I would call it, uh, just because they do have bottle service for the tables, and you can also just stand at the bar as well. Uh, no, Not a lot of chairs there, so keep that in mind. But Electra, I've had a really good time there. I went with my brother. Um, he obviously had a good time there, but those are some of the places that I'd recommend hang out. Electra is awesome. I went there after Mod 32 and had a fantastic time. So we did it. We ran through our Venetian highlight. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, they used to have free parking. You will now have to pay for parking. So remember that if you are going to the Venetian, no more free parking. You do, you are going to have to pay, uh, in the next, you know, coming weeks which is unfortunate so what can you do but anyways that was our venetian hotel highlight along with the palazzo hopefully you guys enjoyed it um remember to check out uh, check us out on instagram which is concierge confidential underscore lv for any of our latest videos also check us out on tiktok which is at keys to vegas really really appreciate everybody's support and listening to the podcast thank you for your understanding when these don't come out exactly on like a tuesday um i try to put them out on tuesdays but sometimes you know life gets involved uh but i true i really do really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast so again Really, really appreciate it. And download, subscribe, whatever you're supposed to do. Um, I really appreciate it. And leave us some comments. If you think you have an idea for something, feel free to DM me. I'll go ahead and add it to the list of things to check out while I'm on here. But again, thank you so much for listening. If you do see me out in town, awesome. Come and say hello. But if you do, remember, keep it confidential. <laughs>